Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker. Established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, joneswalker.com. And by Wyndham Garden Lafayette. And by Sheward and Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. From Chowler's Wine Market in Lafayette, we're out to lunch with creative consultant Aileen Bennett. Hi, I'm Aileen Bennett. Welcome to Out to Lunch. When you have a small business in a small market like Acadiana, you're facing challenges today that no one has faced before you. There is no previous generation to turn to for advice on how to compete with online retailers or how to market to your local customers who might live next door but are getting all of their information online. These are essential issues that every small business has to confront. My guests on Out to Lunch today are both helping local small businesses bridge the gap between the brick and mortar world where we live and the online world where it can feel like everybody else lives. Megan Blanchard is co-founder and CAO, that's Chief Administrative Officer, for a company called Digital Product Solutions. Digital Product Solutions specialize in giving small businesses an online presence. They build websites and do social media marketing at price levels that are affordable for local small businesses. Megan. Welcome to Out to Lunch. Zach Gray is an account executive at Towney. Towney is spelled T-O-W-N-Y, and it's an app. The Towney app is only available at this point in a few select locations across the country, Indiana, Texas, Arkansas, and right here in Acadiana. Yes, we're on the cutting edge of this. If you download the Towney app on your phone or tablet, you'll be able to access special deals and products from local businesses. If you're a local business, you can get your business onto the Townie app and reach all of those people in your local community who are looking at their phones and tablets for information and deals. Zach, welcome to Out to Lunch. Thanks for having me. Megan, anybody who has a small business knows it's essential to have an online presence. Even if you have a po'boy shop or sell hand-carved wooden ducks, no matter how specialized and local you are, over 80% of all purchases today begin with an online search. For a small business, getting online is a double-edged sword. On one hand, being on the web puts even a small company on the same playing field as the big girls. On the other hand, it takes the same time and creativity to pop a website and run social media for a small local po'boy shop as it does for Burger King. How do you manage to make your time and services available to small local companies at rates and still make your own small business work? For us, it's all about making sure that we can do everything in-house for our clients, and we really try and carry on their voice and take on their brand in the same way that they care for it, and we try and market it in a way that, again, because everything is in-house, we really specialize in keeping that cost low for them, and that's a big, big part of that. So you get to know them in person? Yes, we know them in person. So whenever you're meeting with someone from our team, you're meeting with at least one person from our team who will be working on your, you know, whether it's social media project or whether it's your website or even if we're doing a video for you, we really, really make it a point to get to know your brand so that when we're representing you, we're representing you like you would want your story told. So you're not farming it out to some place in no. India or you're actually doing the work here? Yes, and it's exhausting. It's exhausting, but fun. It's but very fun. Yes. Zach. Retail is going through a tough transition. As brick and mortar retailers fight to compete with online shopping, the holy grail that everyone in retail is looking for is that piece of software that will be the bridge between cyberspace and the stores. Which is exactly what Townie does. 
I imagine that the plan is to test the app, get the bugs out of it, prove it works, and then roll it out across the country. So, of all the small communities in the US to start the revolution, why did you choose to test Towny in Acadiana? Um, well, first off, we've, we've had a few test markets already, so the app is already up and running, it already works. Um, why here in Acadiana and Lafayette is, is it's such a cool town that already has a real want and desire to support local. Like, like we see support local everywhere. You know, the L-E-A-U, ex-local is, is really big here in town. And is so, that not just happening in every town across the country? Um, no, and, and not to the degree that it's happening here. Um, so, you know, every, every small town, you know, every town, you know, across the states, you know, has a need to support local. And just depending on the community, you know, they have a greater or lesser importance. And, and that's a really big deal here in Acadiana. That's one of the reasons why we chose here. Zach, you have a background in traditional sales, like door-to-door -door sales. How does that translate into the market that you're in now? Do you still use those skills, or have you had to find new online skills? Uh, yeah, those, those skills have definitely been very relevant, um, mostly just the principles in terms of, you know, just being able just to communicate and talk with people. That, that's probably the biggest one. Um, it's really fun being able to talk with business owners because those are the kinds of people that are used to making decisions and they want things to work. They're, they're already pretty familiar with marketing, with the needs of our product, so it's a really easy transition to talk to people. Um, so it's a bit warmer sales than going door to door. You're not knocking and trying to sell encyclopedias to a housewife. No, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if you had your way, would all new sales staff have to go door to door first? Do you think you develop skills in that arena that are worth it in today's market? For new salespeople? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, there's, there's a lot of things that transfer over, um, mostly just communication skills, just learning to look people in the eye, you know, learning how to talk to people. Um, Learning how to listen is a really big one because oftentimes, and this is true of any time anybody's talking to someone else, you can get so caught up in trying to get across what you want to say, what you want to talk about, what you want them to do, perhaps, you know, especially if you're in, you know, in a sales call. Um, but I really enjoy looking at it more from a consultant standpoint where, you know, you know, obviously I have a service that provides value, but, you know, what I'm interested in is seeing if that's something they're even open or need value-wise because not everybody needs every single thing that's out there, you know, but if I can sit down and I can open them up to having that conversation, well, then we can maybe find a place where we can work together and help each other out. So um, you don't learn those kind of skills overnight. Um, a lot of those skills make sense in theory, a little bit harder to put into practice. Megan, do you have to often talk to your clients about the difference between putting their message out and listening to their customers? All the time. Um, for us, it's a big uh, education process for some Because I'm guessing they come to you and say, we want to tell everyone this. Right, and we've um, had... We've what had, do you say to them? We've also had clients come to us and say, this is, we want, this is what we want our message to be, and we've actually had at some times said actually your message your actual real real story is actually better than the one you're trying to tell so maybe stick with that one and it's just kind of helping them and guiding them and saying you know sometimes it is a really pretty polished whatever and sometimes it's not and people like an actual story tell your story yeah the real stories are better than the yeah. the made-up stories that they want to absolutely like sometimes people have bad days and people relate to that or sometimes people again maybe it doesn't go quite the way that you thought it would and 
people really relate to that and get to it. So every, it seems like every small company starts saying, oh, we're cost effective. And, we're, and then what happens is they get bigger clients or they grow and then they price themselves up. Are you guys intent on staying as a, you know, an affordable company? How are you making that happen long term or will eventually you be expensive? What we've seen, and this was a big pain point for us um, in previous ventures and whatever, is what we've seen is, again, we've gone to, you know, companies who provided a very similar service to the one that we're now providing for, for our clients. And it can be a huge sticker shock for, especially for a small company, you know, and we specialize in small to medium businesses. So we're very familiar with the pain points of having that size business. And we really are dedicated to, to not growing out of that. We really want to stay and continue to serve those clients because they're really the backbone and they're going to keep their, they're the people who are on townie. They're the people who are going to keep the community, you know, growing and thriving and unique the way that it is. So we really, really are dedicated to serving that group of people. So it sounds like you guys have very similar markets. Can you tell us in a nutshell what Townie does and does it work better for the business or for the customer or is it equal for both? It, it's really for both. For, for the business owner, the ones that you know, I'm most commonly interacting with, you know, it's, a, it's a mixture of you know, some of the stuff Megan was talking about you know, with brand awareness you know, to get new customers in. You know, we spend a lot of time trying to do you know, loyalty with getting you know, your current customers to come back more often, offer a communication channel with them, and, and being able to track all that data. It's making it all measurable. That's the, the joy. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Especially because you, there, there's multiple features where you can kind of try out different things, and so being able to get that feedback. So is see. it an app where I, as, as a customer, I can get things cheaper or quicker or better? What's the yeah, idea? Yeah, so, so it's, it's free for everybody to download, and, and if you actually walk, happen to walk into one of our partners, you'll, you'll see you know, business assets everywhere, whether it's the poster or brochure, you're just kind of talking about what Townie is. But when you open up the app, you immediately see a directory of locally owned businesses that are close to you. And there's restaurants, there's retail, there's boutiques, there's coffee shops, um, salons and spas, you know, people from all various kinds of different kinds of industries. And as a consumer, you can hop on there and you can get deals and discounts for shopping local. So there's probably quite a few places that you already like that you can go and, oh, just another reason to go back there, you know, it can go get a discount. So if it's free for the consumer to use, are the businesses paying? How are you making money? Correct. So, so each business has a monthly service uh, that they pay um, to be a part of the app. Did you, I'm going to ask this to both of you, did you have financing behind your business before you started? Are you bootstrapping it? What's the situation with your businesses? Bootstraps. Bootstraps, she says so sweetly. Zach, is Tony funded by somebody or are you bootstrapping? Um, we're bootstrapping now, but a majority of our funding came from um, our... Um, it was started by a man by the name of Don Schaefer. Um, he actually is the creator of a product called Casasa. You may have heard about it. St. Martin Bank had it, so it's a nationwide program just for local banks and credit unions. He's actually been working with local businesses and local banks and credit unions for decades. Is this where the idea for Townie came from? So Townie's been like his pet project for about a decade. He, he's just it's taken time to get to it. To him, it started with the local financial institutions, and. Um, for the past couple years, because you know, we have to take time to develop it on the tech side first, it's been completely funded by him out of his own pocket. So you um, have the best of both worlds. You have a bit of startup funding, and now you have to bootstrap. Yes, ma'am. And he's, uh, it's real exciting to see his passion, because he, he's really of the mentality of, like, hey, if, 
if we're not going to be the ones that step out to help our local businesses, who else is going to do it? And so that's why he, you know, was so keen on, you know, investing his own money and making this thing work. How do you get the businesses, both of you, how do you get your clients? How do they hear about you? Do you do the legwork? Is it about your own marketing? How are we, how are we running the business that helps other businesses? Because I think we can learn a lot from that. So, so that's mostly what my job is here in Acadiana is, I, is I, I track down local businesses. I find ways to reach out to the owner. Business owners definitely put the busy in business, as you know, I'm sure Megan can attest to. And so, you know, handling all the day-to-day operations of your business, in addition to who knows how many people are calling on them for something that they want them to be a part of, um, it can be challenging sometimes to, you know, even talk to the owner but that's what my job's about you know I, I i get in front of the owner you know try to make a good impression set up a time to meet up and then we go from there um you know obviously the ones that are in their business every day are easier to get in touch with than the business owners that aren't there or just pop in you know whenever but that's that's my whole role here in town aside from supporting our businesses and helping them optimize their spot You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Aileen Bennett. I'm talking with Megan Blanchard from Digital Product Solutions and Zach Wright from the app Townie. And Megan, how do you guys find your new clients? Is it all just recommendations or what do you do to market your own business? It's a combination of of a lot of what he said is it's, you know, kind of figuring out where, you know, there's a potential for us. Um, It's a lot of recommendations. There's been a few times that one of our team members has showed up to a meeting with a client and the client already has our flyer in his hand and... I don't know how it, what magic happened, but it was there, and it was you know whether it was you know someone saying, oh hey, I know these guys, and they have this company, and they're doing this, and here's this flyer, call them or whatever. Um, it's been a mixture of recommendations based on the work that we have, a little bit on the marketing that we're doing, and also of course again phone calls and phone calls and knocking on doors and saying when do you want to meet? We think we have this service that would be really great for you guys, you know. Um, and, and that's pretty much what it's been for us. It's just and as a business, out. you went through the accelerator that we have here. There's a business accelerator in Acadiana. What for people that don't think they should go on an accelerator or don't understand? In a nutshell, what did you learn on the accelerator? The the most that I took out of it was really the people that I met, um, in terms of the mentors and as far as you know, even professors and people who are involved with the program who lent their time. So just learning and talking to more people who are business owners and who may be in a completely different industry but have a lot of the same pain points or issues or a lot of similarities in what they deal with day to day and having those people to not only commiserate with but also lend a helping hand when you say oh I've, I've been through that let me show you what we did or let me tell you what we did that made it a little bit easier for us that was the, the one of the bigger takeaways from that entire program and to me that was invaluable and I would recommend doing that if, if someone has the opportunity and they, they want to grow their business, it's a great opportunity to do that. Are you still in the habit of taking time out to look at your business rather than working in your business? Yes. Because that's, you know, I think just taking the time out to do that matters, that you're thinking about your business. Are you the same, Zach? Do you spend time stepping outside your business and looking at what you're doing or are you too busy just working in it? Yes, ma'am. No, I, I definitely keep active with, you know, whether it's reading books, listening to podcasts, um, I have a third-party coach that um, I'm utilizing, so um, I've just noticed any time that I'm not focused on figuring out how to get better, um, you know, the results in whatever area of my life that I happen to be looking at start to plateau or 
start to go down if I'm not focused on how to And get you're better. both in a world that can literally change overnight. Google can change something. Apple Store can change a restriction. Instagram can suddenly let you sell straight from the pages and introduce a new feature. How do you keep up with all of that? Learning. You, <laughs> there was a big sigh there. You never stop learning. Ever, ever, ever. And you learn from as many people as you can, as often as you can, and that's the, the only thing that you can because do. Because you have to stay ahead of it for your clients. Right. Zach, what's the competition to your app? Do you, do you look at your competitors? You obviously know who they are. So nobody's doing anything exactly like we are, although, like, you know, if you have an you app. You know that every single app says that, right? Well, every, every app is going to have similar features. They have similar things that work. Um, nobody's really doing what we are on, on an app format. Um, purely for locally owned businesses right now. You know, really, really the big thing that, that separates us is our, our coalition of locally owned businesses. So if a big national business knocks on your door tomorrow and says, we'd like to give you lots of money to be on your app. Fortunately, I'm not, I'm not in the decision-making seat for that, so don't have to worry about that one. And is the idea to grow nationally, I know you've got some, four test markets at the moment, is the idea to go national? Yeah, yeah, I mean, because, you know, Acadian is not the only community with this kind of problem where, you know, you, you spend a dollar on Amazon, only only two pennies actually stay here in town. You come shop somewhere local like here, 54 cents on the dollar stays here in town. And that's that's true nationwide. Now, smaller communities like Acadiana compared to, like, a big city like New York feels these stresses of shopping local a lot more. That's another reason, one of the reasons why we're here instead of a big, big city. Um, but yeah, we, we want to be in over 250 cities across the country at some point. And Megan, is your plan to grow the company? Do you want to be in other cities? Is this a, a huge, you know, are you both aiming to be the next waiter? What's the, what's the growth plan? I think there is growth plan. I think that it's going to be um, probably more along the lines of the IT part of our company that we're trying to, like we're in the process of rolling out right now. Um, but that's still kind of all being figured out. Because you have a lot of fun making videos and things. We do. We're having fun with what we're doing, and we definitely don't want to stop doing that. Um, and so it's just going to figure out what the right steps in the right order and what makes the most sense for our company and for our clients because we don't ever want to lose touch with them. So. And you're one of the founders of the company? Did you just get together with some friends and go, let's make a company? No, one of the other partners is a partner from... Uh, I-10, which we had before, Jared, and then the other partner is actually someone we met, and he, that kind of happened that way. It was like, yeah, sure, let's just do this together. Okay. And we've been kind of going ever since. Zach and Megan, this is the part of the show that we call another great idea. Maybe you've got a friend like this, someone who's always got that great idea for you. They tell you about this job you should apply for, or that guy you should have a cup of coffee with, or a great investment opportunity you should jump on. You can take advice like this and it turns out to be a disaster. You can dismiss this advice and miss out on something that might have been really great. Or you can take your friend's advice and it turns out to be the best thing that's ever happened to you. Do you have an example in your life or career of a friend who had a great idea for you? Did you take their advice? How did it turn out? Um, I have a friend who pretty consistently has some, some pretty good business ideas that she thinks I should uh, start. Um, Maybe however, we won't name her. <laughs> however, no one has signed an NDA at this table, and therefore we will not be discussing those business ventures. <laughs> so I'm going to keep them in my hat for now. Very tactful. The one that comes to mind for whatever reason was, uh, so in middle school, you know, I was having a typical middle school time and, and having a rough time uh, you know, with my social circles, you know, just, you know, just... People, I'm just uh, impressed you had a social circle in middle school. Oh, well, yeah, I guess you could call it. Yeah, or lack of social circle. Or lack thereof, right. 
Um, anyway, just just having a real hard time, you know, with other students and stuff like that. And and uh, I remember my parents told me that uh, I shouldn't worry about what other people think so much. And it was it was really really hard. And I, I didn't even grasp that concept until like I was in college. Um, but it was it was it was a way to help me start growing thick skin, and 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 realize that you know just because they say you know somebody else says something about you or about something else doesn't mean it's true. And it also kind of led me to understand later on that you you can really choose you know who you talk to you know who who's inside your circle of influence and you know if they're not inside that circle of influence well you know whatever opinions they have you know probably don't matter as much as you might initially feel like they do it's like we're having life lessons on out to lunch <laughs> so do you apply that to your business if someone thinks Tony isn't good do you just go on to the next business are you as a salesperson can you get over that pretty quickly now because that's hard absolutely well and that's and that's part of the you know the the door-to-door training i had in growing thick skin because it's real easy to take a no personally especially because um so the door-to-door program i was in we were working over 80 hours a week knocking on doors uh, on straight commission, and so you know, you, you get a lot, a lot of no's. So you learn how to grow thick skin pretty quick. I mean, just because somebody says no, or you know, doesn't like what you're doing, or whatever it is, has really doesn't have any reflection on who you are as a person. Um, not even necessarily your product, because you know, just because you know, you might meet someone and they act in a negative manner, you have, excuse me, you have no idea what's going on behind those doors. You know, they could have lost a loved one, you know, just heard some awful news. Um, maybe they're just having a bad day, you know, and, and any number of things could be happening that you have zero awareness of. And, and, and so it's really just, just taking the focus off of yourself, you know, putting it on other people and, and understanding that, you know, if, if there are no for whatever reason or you know, anything like that, you know, there's nothing you can do about it, but it also takes a lot of emotional energy to sit there and dwell on it, too. So, you know, really, I mean, when you say it out loud, you're just saying, oh, just let it go and move on to the next one. It sounds it, so easy. It sounds so simple, and, and it can be. That, that's, that's the funny part. You know, the power, the power doesn't lie in the simplicity. The power lies in, in you putting it into action and into practice. And it does take practice. And, you know, some days are better than others. But, you know, if you just remember, you know, you can only control uh, your actions and your attitude. Well, you know, if you can focus on those things, everything else typically takes care of itself. Megan, if you had a advice we're going to play this game if you had advice for Zach what would you tell him from you, you work with brands consistently so you know which ones you would send to use his app what do you think his selling point should be to your clients I think it's I think just having another way for our clients to like realize this is another way to get your name out there and get your brand out there in a manner that's positive and again you're, it's it's developing and kind of stressing like we try to do with our clients that the, that local that local feeling there's something good here that's happening let's keep it going let's support each other and help each other grow that to me that would be the biggest thing and supporting local is hard because it could be tomorrow that a new app arrives that competes with you it could be every day new digital agencies are starting how do you do you, do you spend more time worrying about yourself or looking at the market or bits of both i think for us it's bits of both 
I think you have to know what you're offering. You have to be willing to look at your competition and say this is maybe an area of, that we have to grow because maybe they're doing this a little bit better than we're doing it or maybe we need to put more of our resources into this other area. Um, but you have to, to me, do a combination of both of those things. You know? I heard a quote one time that when uh, a wise person learns uh, from his past, but a really wise person learns from everybody else's experiences too. So you know, any anytime somebody else is doing something else out there, you, know, you should be paying attention to whatever it is because you know you can learn good lessons and bad. Like we've we've taken a lot of positive things for our business model from other companies that you know proved certain things were really successful. So you know that that's just part of the game. In the past, we've seen whole industries shaken up. There was the poor guy who once made a wonderful living making wagon wheels. More recently, travel agents and record company executives have seen their careers and companies collapse. But we've never seen anything like the scope and the size of the threat to the national and local economies from the shift in retail from brick and mortar to online. Somebody, somewhere, is going to create the new model that combines online and real-world retail. Zach. Time will tell if Townie is that solution. And if it is, we'll be able to say, we started the revolution here in Acadiana. Megan, your company is bridging the gap between real and online worlds for local businesses. For some of your clients, you're the key to keeping that light on. You're both involved in this really interesting space where you have one foot in the real world and one foot in cyberspace. We look forward to watching your next steps. Thank you both for taking the time to join me today on Out to Lunch. Thank you. Thank you. My guests on Out to Lunch today have been Megan Blanchard, co-founder and CAO of Digital Project Solutions, and Zach Wright, account executive at Townie. You can find out more about Digital Product Solutions in Townie by following the links on our websites, krvs.org and itsacadiana.com. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Morrell. Our researchers are Anne Christian and Ali Coates. If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on our website, itsacadiana.com, and on our It's Acadiana Facebook page. These photos were taken by Lucius A. Fontenot. You can find out more about Lucius at lafphoto.com. You can get this show and past shows as a podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at itsacadiana.com. You can keep up with us on all kinds of social media by going to our websites, itsacadiana.com and krvs.org. Out to Lunch is recorded live over lunch at Marcello's Wine Market Cafe on Calice Saloon in Lafayette. Marcello's is open for lunch Monday through Friday and dinner Monday through Saturday, serving fine Italian cuisine with a full range of fine wines. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for It's Acadiana.com and KRVS 88.7 FM. I'm Aileen Bennett. Thanks for joining me today. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the lunch table for more business Acadiana style on Out to Lunch. The Out to Lunch Acadiana theme music, Encore Monsieur Nice Guy, is written by Mitch Foreman and performed by Mitch Foreman and Andre Michaud. Out to Lunch Acadiana business consultants are Pete Prados from Innovate Acadiana, The Opportunity Machine, and Dr. Blake Escaday. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsacadiana.com and KRVS 88.7 FM. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker. Established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com.
and by Sheward & Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. Support for Out to Lunch Acadiana comes from Wyndham Garden Lafayette, located off Pinhook near Collie Saloon. Wyndham Garden Lafayette is a pet and family-friendly hotel with reception space for large and intimate events, free parking, free Wi-Fi, and a free shuttle within three miles that includes the airport and downtown restaurants.